Hello and welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one best-selling book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And what we love here on Light Warrior Radio is bringing guests to our show that can really help our sensitive souls. And today's guest is no exception to that. Before we get to that introduction, if you're brand new to Light Warrior Radio, would love to give you my free gift, the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide, the three ways of navigating your way to more peace, positivity, and personal power. You can get that at sensitivesoulguide.com. Okay, so back to our guest for today. We are going to be talking about emotional detox and a bunch of other juicy things. And boy, do us sensitive souls know we need that big time, right? Because we're empathic. We feel so much. Um, so Sherrianna Boyle is here with us, and she's an expert in this area. So let me read a little bit about her. She's the founder of the Emotional Detox Coaching, creator of The Cleanse Method, author of 10 books, and host of Just Ask Spirit Radio. That's her podcast. So her most recent book is Energy in Action, The Power of Emotions and Intuition to Cultivate Peace and Freedom. And boy, we all around that these days. Um, so it's transforming the way that we think about and approach manifesting, one of my favorite topics. <laughs> so her book, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, was endorsed by the National Association of, of Mental Health, which is a big accolade. So congrats. She's also been featured in over 90 media articles and voted a top 25 coach. She's a presenter for the the PESI Behavioral and Mental Health Education, Kripalu Health and Yoga Center, and the 1440 Multiversity University. Really into 1440 as well. <laughs> so Sherrianna <laughs> speaks to individuals, corporations, organizations about the importance of emotional processing. She's been teaching yoga for 25 years and is a regular contributor to Spirituality and Health Magazine. She lives on Cape Cod with her husband and three amazing huh. daughters. So welcome, Sherrianna. Thanks so much for having me. Pleasure to be here. Oh, I'm so glad that you're here. Well, we definitely are diving into a topic that is very, very important. And with all the work that you've been doing with organizations, we're actually really happy that you're doing that with kind of like the corporations and organizations that aren't necessarily, you know, our specific community you know, sensitive souls, but we know how important that is because we actually suffer if we don't do the emotional detox even more than some of the other people who don't identify with sensitive souls. So why don't we start with your story? Mm -hmm. Like, how did you get into all of this type of work? Well, I think, you know, there's a lot of different times or I've, I've written 10 books, so every book has a different story, but I guess I'll start with the very beginning of everything. The first book that I published, I was in the educational system. I still am. I also teach as an adjunct psychology professor and a yoga professor, believe it or not. And I was really suffering from burnout, like a lot of people. A lot of people come to this this whole wellness space from feeling that way. I actually loved my job. I loved what I did. I was a school psychologist. I love working with kids and families. And I love even crisis stuff, crisis management kind of stuff. But it does take its toll on you. And it makes it difficult to have balance. So for me, it was I had a opportunity. Well, I was pregnant. That was my opportunity to take a break. And when I went on my leave of absence, I started to write down some notes to myself uh, as to what I wanted my life to look like when I went back and how it needed to change. And 
how I could do that job in a way that was more balanced. And that led to actually kind of opened up the doorway. I published that book. And unlike a lot of other people, my story is unique. I actually had a publisher approach me and ask me after that. They said, you know, we know that you have a lot of experience with children and families and anxiety. Would you be willing to write a book for us? And I just written the self-published one. I said, sure. So then it was like, oh, okay, now I'm writing another book. And then here I am 10 books later and totally changed my, my whole still work with people and anxiety and all that. But now I'm creating methods and teaching my own teachings. Wow, that is great. <laughs> I love that story. So I want to focus on the, the the emotional detox book in your newer book because they seem to really dovetail really well together because so many of our community, our light medicine community, our sensitive souls have this great deep desire to make a world a better place. I'm not saying that anybody else doesn't, but it's just literally so deeply ingrained in our core being that it almost hurts when we see the world the way it is and we want so much to make a difference and yet we can can be suffering sometimes from other people's stuff <laughs> or, you know, a sense of souls can feel, um, you know, the cries of pain like thousands of miles away from other people. And so um, how do we create that peace and joy and that manifesting that beautiful heaven on earth and how does emotional, you know, detoxing dovetail into some of the stuff that you share in the new book? Mm. Well, it's interesting, you know, I just had a, a session this morning with someone who's a sensitive soul and is in the corporate world and having a conversation about the fact that really, and this is what I talked to corporations about, sensitive souls, you have to be careful you don't bog them down in too many details because they're very intuitive. And if you put too much clutter or overschedule them, or have them doing too many tasks, you're really missing out on the gifts that, that they have to offer businesses and communities. And so I do a lot of educating to corporations about that of how, you know, where do you, where do these sensitive souls best fit in the corporate world? And, and when I say that to them, they're often like, Oh, thank you. Somebody's advocating for us. Like, and, and because otherwise they put, they feel like, again, like you said, they have such a mission to help people and to serve. And they feel that so passionately. But if you bog them down in tasks, it's like they're drowning and they will suffer and they're, and then they will feel horrible because they're not quitters. They're not ones to throw in the towel. They will work very, very hard. So um, so it is really understanding. Now, in terms of an emotional detox, when I work with people, all of this comes out, Karen, through emotional detoxing as we start to process our emotions. And so I have a couple of principles that this is built upon. So emotional detox is the core book. And then through other books soon followed. So there's a series, an emotional detox series, and then energy and action came along, but they all are based on these core principles. That's what they have in common. The first one is that all your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. That's the, that's my motto. They all matter. Processing them matters more. 
The second principle is all your emotions are good. And when I say good, I mean they have value. They all have value, again, so long as they're processed. And then the third principle is we are not looking to get rid of your emotions in an emotional detox. And I want to be clear because that's some of that is out there, at least with my work. We're not looking to get rid of them. We're looking to get to them. So they're covered up, they're layered, and they're suppressed and repressed. And how are they suppressed? By reactivity. A lot of reactivity. Now, some of that reactivity is our own. We're having a reaction. And how does reactivity show up? Very often, it's chronic thinking, worrying, ruminating. Or for someone as a sense of soul, they could just feel doubt or insecurity because they're getting drained, (laughs) drained of energy. So we're clearing the reactivity so that they can actually begin to process what they feel because emotions are a huge part of developing your intuition, which sensitive souls are highly intuitive. And what they do is they're always feeling out Does this feel safe? And sometimes we get into a little of a bit of a habitual pattern of overdoing it. Does this feel safe? Does this feel safe? Does this feel safe? Right? Because you train yourself that way. You train yourself to say, oh, sometimes it can look like this isn't going to work out. Or I don't know about this, right? That's all intuition. But the what's the real interpretation of all of that is doesn't feel safe, right? Mm. So we have to process emotions to bring that emotional safety in the body. Wow. What you said is just so, so important. And I want to go back a little bit with um, a very key point, the foundational points you talked about before. And one of the things that people you know, pop, popularly, pop, pop, popular, anyway, um, <laughs> often <laughs> want to do is they want to get rid of their negative emotions, right? And what you're saying is, hey, hey, well, well, we're actually getting to them because they've been suppressed and repressed and, and that is not a healthy way to be. So it's very popular for us to like erase negative emotions, erase negative emotions. But there is definitely a gift in, in that, you know, processing them. So, and I was one, I was like the poster child for trying to get rid of, you know, negative emotions way back when. So I would feel just really guilty if I felt, you know, angry or sad or, you know, the the things that at least I was taught uh, as a young woman, like you shouldn't feel angry. Like that, that's a negative low vibrational energy. So I was like, I don't, I'm not angry. No, I don't feel angry. Right. And in fact, one of my patients years ago, uh, she had a bladder infection and I said, well, who are you pissed off at? Right. And she said, my neighbor, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So uh, I had said, well, when I get angry and she paused, she goes, wait a second, you get angry. And then I knew there was a problem, right? Because the perception was Dr. Karen never gets angry. And I thought, okay, that's not a good thing. So what you're talking about is processing those emotions, not judging those things as bad or negative, but in in fact, almost welcoming (laughs) that that's just part of the human experience and processing them in that reactivity. I absolutely love what you, what you said. And 
as we go forth to, to talk a little bit more, can you just share your website for people? We'll, we'll do this a couple of times yeah. during the show. Yeah, sure. It's Sherry. It's my name, SherryAnnaBoyle.com. And how do you spell that? S-H-E-R-I-A-N-N-A and then Boyle, B-O-Y-L-E. Good, good Irish name, you know, a married <laughs> to an Irish guy. <laughs> .com. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. So, so tell us more about what you've discovered in helping people. Well, once I created the pillars of emotional detox, what that is, then it was the natural question was, okay, well then how do we process them? <laughs> right. How do we do that? Okay. We know what we're doing now. So that's where cleanse comes in. So cleanse is an acronym for the seven steps of an emotional detox and they're mindful and they start with the C and you go all the way down to the E. And it is like, when I say down, it is like a slide. It's like going up, walking up the ladder and then going down the slide. And it's like a gradual process that takes you through the energy of your emotions. So it, it begins really how I came up with it, Karen, is I did a lot of research around trauma and I really looked into you know, what happens when we have an emotion, you know, the memory, how the body, which I'm sure you're well-versed in all of this. I know you are, in fact, of how the body holds trauma, where emotions get stored, all of that. And then this started, cleanse believe was channeled through for me. And I was going, I actually was channeled through a time where I actually needed an emotional detox, Karen. <laughs> I was really struggling. And for me, I had a real interest in emotions, but the things that I was trying, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, maybe they work for me at one point, but they weren't, they weren't cutting it for this situation of this big situation I was going through. I was like, yeah, I used to do that. And that seemed to help me out, but no, no, like nothing. And, and it felt like I was being stubborn. You know, <laughs> felt like I was like, what, you know, I was being resistant, but what it really was, was at once I really sat down and meditated, that's when this started to come in. This is how, and it really, it couldn't come in until I learned about trauma. So once I had that understanding of it, then, then the cleanse steps would come in. So they, in terms of an emotional detox, for me, it, I really think it's a daily practice because you have about 400 emotions a day. So if you're, if you're resisting or ignoring or minimizing or managing and controlling and managing is one of the things we detox. Oh, emotions wow. aren't, yeah, we're, they're not meant to be managed. I mean, I always say, do you need another job? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you not have enough on your plate, right? I know you don't need another job. I don't need another job. Like I have enough to do every day. Do I really need to add on managing my emotions to that list of things to do? I mean, you really don't. I mean, the only time that you got to manage or let's say cope is if you're in public, right? And you don't, and you want to be appropriate here, right? We're not going to fire off at the somebody and get angry and lash out or then we have to hold it together but after i always say don't don't be a cope addict right? <laughs> cope addict <laughs> that's a good one i'll have to make a meme out of that one yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, 
don't do that because you're, it's just going to be like, oh, I got to cope with this and I got to cope with that. And I got to, oh, I'm doing this later today. Okay. I better do this so I can cope with that. And it becomes exhaust. It's like, you're going to cope with you. Mm. And yeah, it's, it's like, okay, if once you start to use it as a daily practice, believe it or not, those coping skills kind of fade because as you process on a daily basis, you've got a foundation now, you've got a resiliency. So when you go out in the world, your things don't bother you as much and think triggers things people say or do you're able, I mean, it's not that now and then you might not get a little hit with something, but you have a practice to go to where, you know, okay, that's good to know that kind of struck me in a, in a way I'm triggered here, having a hard time letting it go. That's one of the ways, you know, if trigger, you keep talking about it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you just keep, you keep revisiting it. Right. It's like, okay, is it really the it or is it something in you that needs to be cleansed, needs to be processed? It's probably an emotion in you that's just looking for you to take a moment and process whatever it is that's coming up. And I always say, go as close to the now as you possibly can with it. Yeah, that makes sense. And I was just going to say, you know, as a former medical doctor in practice, there was a lot of emotions swirling around with patients, you know, crying and suffering and someone's dying and they have a disease and they can't afford this or that. And so, you know, being a sensitive soul, I could feel all of their emotions and my own, right? (laughs) Like, you know, feeling really sad for them, maybe at that time feeling sorry for them. And literally there were times that I did really stop myself from crying and sobbing like on the spot, uh, because it would have been inappropriate. You know, there were times where I let myself cry. Yes, for sure. But there were times where it's like, then they have to feel like they have to take care of me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're having a moment, then I have the moment, and then they feel they have to take care of me. And I, that's not what I wanted. So that therefore I held it in and I ended up with chronic fatigue syndrome, right? Because I'd held this in for years, this habit, this, this cope addict. <laughs> I love that. I love that. This copad. Um, and, and it's so true. And what you're saying, or what I'm hearing you're saying is like, hey, there's a process of emotional detox and that reactivity, you know, working on like what's coming up so that in the future, we can like kind of be able to process things on the fly, you know, a little bit sooner, a little bit sooner, a little bit sooner. There are times where we do have to hold back a little bit because it's not appropriate. But the, the more we do this as a daily practice, just like yoga, right? Like a meditation, a daily practice, the happier we're going to be, the more we're going to be able to cope with future things and not be so triggered. I just summarized everything you just said in five minutes. You did. You did beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. You're hired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so yeah. So for me, it's to clarify what you said to make sure I'm understanding it. It sounds like I got it. You, you got it. Yeah. A lot of people are like, what do I, I don't get it, but you get it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you do this. And I couldn't agree with you more, Karen, when I was a school psychologist, same thing, you know, we're just, we got to be strong. We got to be the pillar and people are breaking down and I'm the, I'm the crisis management person. I'm the one everybody goes to when everybody's upset or something's going down. That was me. So it was like, and like living in a straight jacket, wow. <laughs> right? right? After a while, it's like, okay, where, where is all this going? And the, the truth of the matter is it's, it doesn't go away on its own. Mm. Oh, shit. And, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's got to be a process. But the thing is, in the cleanse, the seven steps have really taught me so much, Karen, because at first I was like, seven steps, who the heck's, you know, we always think people don't have time, they, everything's got to be three steps, whatever. And once you do it, it's, it is like a st- one step. It's just the breaks down. It's really a process. And emotional detox is a process. It's, an ex- it's experiencing your emotions as is without needing to fix or change them and really learning like you teach how to move the energy of your emotions and then observing and watching how your thoughts automatically change for you. So it teaches you patience. It's taught me patience and it's taught me so much about having a container And a lot of us who are sensitive, we need to really learn that our bodies, as much as they can feel so much, it's like you have to reverse engine that and teach yourself that your body is actually the safest place for you to be. It's just, it's Mm, a container. I love that. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. And and that's what the cleanse does for me. It teaches my, me that, oh my God, when I'm in, Oh my God. I don't know where I got. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that when I'm in my, when I'm in my body and I'm experiencing my emotions, it feels so good. It feels so calming. It feels relaxing. Mm. And that's the place that it takes you. So then you have a new experience with your emotions, which of course you're more likely to go back to them when you have a, it's like anything else. When you have a positive experience with like a doctor or a restaurant, you're more likely to return. And so we want that experience with our emotional detox, our emotional process to be a positive one. And that's why I named it cleanse. And that's Mm. why I didn't say detox, because automatically I'm thinking it's not good. (laughs) That's right. right. A lot of people, um, you know, you say the word detox and they think, oh, my God, I'm going to be so there, I said, oh, my God, too. Uh, I'm going to be so symptomatic. Yes, yes. Um, so that's why I knew, I knew in my mind, I thought, well, I was guided and channeled it. I said, what am I going to call this? What's it going to be? And that's when I heard cleanse. It's going to be cleanse. Mm. And I was like, that, that's good. I like that. I can, I can relate to that. Okay, what are the steps? <laughs> and it just, they came in slowly over about six to eight months. And they've been the foundation of everything I do ever since. Oh, that's beautiful. Now, some people, sherri might go, okay, so there's seven steps. And <laughs> how long is this going to take? Okay. Ten I minutes. Mean, okay. <laughs> less and, and less, less, 10 minutes or less. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's like a method. So it's, I always say it's not a session. It's a method. Okay. Mm. I'm not teaching you a session. I'm teaching you a method. I'm not taking you through a session unless you work with me privately. I'm teaching, I'm helping you learn a method, a method for emotional processing that you can do on yourself. And everything, I've I've put it all out there in the book so people can be self-guided. Our energy in action is the same method. But now with that book, I've applied, so you can relate to this, Karen, so after all this emotional processing, I'm like, I could not relate to manifesting and all the, and a lot of the teachings that I learned, I, I thought I am not in alignment anymore. 
I, I, not on purpose, not because of judgment. I just don't, I can't connect with it anymore because once you start feeling, you start really processing and feeling, which means your vibration is up. For me to think, okay, I want to manifest a new car, a new house, it almost felt like I'd have to bring my vibration down because- Fascinating. Yes. I thought, I can't, it's kind of like going out with your (laughs) ex-boyfriend. Oh my gosh, that's a great analogy. (laughs) Or your ex-husband or something, and you're like, you'd have to kind of- shrink a little bit, right? If it, especially if it wasn't a positive experience, that's how I felt with manifesting. And so I started to ask and channel again, like what's going on here. And that's where I really dug into the spiritual laws of the universe. So energy and action, I have cleanses that align you with 13 spiritual laws of the universe. The laws of the universe do not teach us to focus on the car. They don't. They teach us to focus on the infinite. The car is the finite. I mean, Mm. I think we're limiting ourselves when we do that. I'm not saying that a car isn't going to come into your life or beautiful relationship or a new job or opportunity, but that's an energy. That's a feeling. That's an opening. The law of attraction is all, in my opinion, is all about the law of expansion. Mm, yeah, this is a great place in conversation because so many of us, as you know, it became more mainstream to think about manifesting, right? Never even heard of the word until 2006 when The Secret came out. <laughs> right? so what what yeah. is this? What's this law of attraction? You know, it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. And I and then too. there there were definitely uh, people who you know um, you know read a lot of the 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 people in the in the movie. I read a lot of their books things like that. And uh, the the glitch that many of us had was as soon as we notice a negative, so-called negative emotion, the thought process would then go, uh-oh, I'm manifesting something negative. And even exactly. I, I have a friend of mine who is a law of attraction coach, and I even heard her do it. So for example, um, there were, this is many years ago, but there was like a wildfire somewhere, you know, where she lived. And she said on Facebook, I wonder how I manifested this. As in, this is my fault. I've been doing high vibe. I've been, you know, working on my emotions, thinking positive, being positive. But how did I manifest this this fire in my own hometown, right? And I went, alarm bells, alarm bells. (laughs) Like there was something missing uh, because... Thoughts just happen. Stuff happens. We're human. So we do get triggered sometimes. And what you're saying is, hey, this is a really exploration. This is like a doorway. You know, we can explore. And as we do the exploration and feel fully embodied, that actually helps, not hurts the manifestation process. Whereas what we were learning on the surface was don't feel bad. If you feel good, you get good results. If you feel bad, I get the whole focusing on the bad part, but if you feel bad, you can get bad results. We heard like attracts like, right? Right. Which I get it. And I still, and I, and I, I can empathize with your friend because we're all, we've all been so trained to think in these terms that it it is like an undoing. And I've had to do that myself, really kind of relanguage myself and relook at this, but really what's helped me the most is, is getting to know my emotions 
like even the idea that I've been working with my uh, my emotions, I've been working on myself, that working thing. Mm, like you don't work on yourself. I mean, emotions, you don't work <laughs> on emotions. They're not something you operate. I mean, it kind of feels like we're I've been working on them. I've been working on them. It's like, no. oh, wow. That's a good yeah, point. Right? What are, I, I, you honor them. Yes. Yeah. Because working them. on them sounds like you're just like, it's this, this like masculine, very um, linear energy. And most people don't equate the word work with something joyful. It just feels uh, a little aggressive yep. and a little yep. forced. And here's the thing, mm. Karen. You know, when it comes to manifesting, your audience can relate to this. I mean, haven't there been times where something just isn't coming to fruition? Mm -hmm. And then you realize later, well, that's because it was supposed to leave me. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And and that is part of manifesting. And the laws of the universe, like the spiritual law of rhythm, will tell us that sometimes we do go in another direction. And maybe that direction, you know, it's like, oh, things slow down in your business or something like that. And as long, in my opinion, as long as you're processing what you feel and you have, and sometimes, I, I don't know about you, sometimes I love it when I'm slow <laughs> in my business. I'm like, Oh, thank God I could go for a walk or, and I do, I just say, okay, the universe wants me to process. There's some mm. energy here that I'm getting an opportunity here. Well, great. I had a couple clients cancel. That's awesome. Now I can go out and I can really process my emotions because I know the law of rhythm success. I know things are going to swing back in another direction. It does for all of us. I think all of us can relate to Oh yeah, I was here and then it swung in another yep. direction. But if you're so hooked on, okay, I got to focus on this thought. I got to write this down. I got to yep. do the vision board. I got to, you know what I mean, it's like, you're not going with the flow. Exactly. Exactly. I, thank you so much for talking about the rhythm because, you know, I, I became kind of aware of, of, of that and realizing and, uh, that one conversation I had with, uh, in, in network marketing, I'm in a, a particular company and, uh, one of my upline leaders was, uh, not exactly lamenting, but just saying, oh my gosh, you know, uh, sales are down for, you know, himself or whatever, or the team or whatever. And then I did say something like, you know, there is a rhythm to these things. So it may not be bad, necessarily bad that, that sales are down right now. Cause we, there's this whole, we need to recover, build, like, you know, we, you can't be full on hundred percent of the time cause we're going to burn out. And I think the universe helps us and, and, and supports us in that. So it's not supposed to happen right now, apparently. <laughs> so we're fully accepting that is helpful. That, yeah. Those little pockets. I mean, those are, those are moments where, you have a choice. You can sit in that space and say, okay, what am I going to do? How am I going to fix this? What would I need to do different? Maybe I need to rebrand. Maybe I do that. Yep. Spin your do, wheels. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm going to hire this. I'm going to market this, do that. Or you could go out and process your emotions. And I'm going to tell you it's more effective. It is. It's so true. Cause if we resist what is, Right. And that includes resisting our our emotions to the re, our reactions to what is then it, it just is like 
brakes on a car. It just slows it right down. If we can do this processing you're talking about, especially if it's, you know, on the fly or as soon as possible, hey, I'm having reaction because business slowed down. Oh, well, you know, and then do your cleanse process. Then interestingly, <laughs> things kind of, you know, shift, which is amazing. Every time it always mm. amazes me, you know, and it's, it's the laws teach us not to become attached. Yes. Right. Not to attach to outcome to, to, and what ends up happening when you, when you start to panic, and that's really what happens is yep. people panic, they get nervous, they cling is that you lose your inner guidance system and it gets clogged. And let's go back to that. Nothing feels safe. Right. right. Now we're rerunning that circuitry. Yep. This isn't safe. I'm in trouble. We're in trouble. Oh crap. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, oh crap runs enough times. And now <laughs> you have a system that is almost countering emotional processing. Yeah. So you're going to have to, so we, so you're going to brand uh cope addict and then uh, the, oh, <laughs> I guess crap. I need to. <laughs> oh crap constipation system or, 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 or process, uh, you know, like it's so true. Uh, cause that is so, I see this yeah. every day and not necessarily in my community, but just on Facebook and, you know, friends and family and people that I'm friends with on Facebook is they go into the, oh crap, like something they did not want is happening. And I remember, uh, that, uh, before, you know, we had the whole lockdown thing. Um, it, there was a threat of a lockdown. And one, actually, in this case, it was a community member was freaking out, right? Oh my God, if we lock down, my husband's not gonna be able to work and we're gonna have no money and then this is gonna happen and we're gonna lose a house, blah, 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 right? And it was this, oh crap, this, 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 it's so full. There, there's no space, there's no stillness. And I'm thinking, yeah, you can't find a solution in this, right? And then it found out we all were locked down, right? <laughs> and we all had to deal with it. So, yes. I find that sometimes that in, in terms of emotional processing, that if if I'm able to accept, honor, you know, the emotion, feel it in the body, embody it, and almost with curiosity, you know, um, uh, that that a solution naturally pops up. So we would might maybe call it guidance or intuition, uh, and then it's like, oh. Okay. And it's very subtle. It's not like a big banner going, here's my intuition. Here's the solution. <laughs> right. And it's just so beautiful when that happens because we never actually know for sure we're promised anything for sure. And uh, so this, this cleanse that you have is really, really important for us to actually support ourselves in manifesting. <laughs> it's a discipline. It's a, yeah. you know, anything that has a discipline behind it. And then you understand why this, you know, the purpose of each step, why they work, what, what they're doing and, and then sort of where you land. So it's acknowledging the motions without getting into the stories and narratives that mm. carry them. So your friend was like heavily involved in what she was telling herself, which is the stories that this is going to happen. And then this is going to happen. And the, you know, my husband did lose his job in COVID. Mm. We had a family of five with no insurance. Wow. And, and we, it was the best thing that ever happened because he got the best job of his life. I mean, oh. it took a while. It was talking about law of rhythm. We, we were, we were over here and he ended up doing, <laughs> he just picked up a job just to have some income coming in. I had to sort of up my ante on my end it all worked out and uh we did not panic i was really mm. proud of us i was like 
I can't believe how well we're doing here. I mean, he did fantastic. And you got to have faith. So you just don't know what's going to happen. But it was like, thank God that happened because he didn't really love the job that he lost. (laughs) It was a job, right? So we went one direction, took a little bit longer than maybe we would have liked like a lot of people, but now swung back even better than before. But through It's through emotional processing, however you do that. And the cleanse is the structure for that because so many of us did, we just don't know how to do it. We don't, we never were told or trained. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great structure. Now um, share with folks your website again, and then maybe mention where the seven steps are. Oh, sure. So my website's my name, sherriannaboyle.com, S-H-E-R-I-A-N-N-A, boyle.com. And you'll find everything there. You'll find the books. I also have a weekly membership where I cleanse with people on Zoom. Every week I have a virtual group. So there's no excuses, (laughs) right? You can have the support if you want it, right? So, yeah, I mean, really, there's a couple time options there. So there's no excuses. And and then there's, uh, I teach the method as certification. So I certify people in the method now because I'm, I've written, well, I've written it in four books and I really have it down. And so I thought, okay, now it's time to certify other people so they can incorporate into their coaching or their professional business or wherever. But, but I just want to make sure that you know how to do it properly. <laughs> oh, that's I'll great. Start, and to teach other people how to do it properly. Yeah, just the ins and outs of what's going on in my mind. And, you know, that's what you can't necessarily put into a book. You know, you can mm-hmm. write down the method, the steps, what's behind it, the research of the science, but the experience that I have with it, that's what you get when you do a, a training. Mm, okay. So if people want to at least learn the seven steps themselves to begin with, would they get the, the series, the emotional detox series books? I'm not going to make them read, read, but I, I think you have to do whatever book you're drawn to. So the first book is white. That's people tend to really like to start there. It's got a white colors all over it. Um, and that's a good foundation book to begin with. So I would recommend that one. And then the following books just have them really prescriptive. Mm. So emotional detox. Now I wrote 135 prescriptive cleanses. So prescriptive. So like, yeah, like, okay. Uh, I'm going to have public speaking. Here's a cleanse for fear of public speaking. Here's a cleanse for, I just had an argument with my husband or my friend. Here's a cleanse for um, stress, you know, things like that. So, and then energy in action is the one that exclusively focuses on manifesting and the laws of the universe. Because my feeling is, is quit focusing on what you want to manifest and start focusing on the quality of the inner space that you want to manifest from. And if you're not, if you're not processing your emotions, that affects the quality. It's like quality organic food versus, you know, in a can. Okay. (laughs) Which Mm -hmm. one do you want to bake your cake with, right? (laughs) Which one do you want to create? Whatever it is that you're creating, what kind of material 
that, but instead it's your energy. So when you process your emotion, think of it brings this quality, rich energy in. Mm. Well, I do want to clarify something uh, because some folks may go into self-judgment around. Mm -hmm. So Sherry, are you saying that I shouldn't want the car or I shouldn't visualize or uh, embody myself as enjoying my vacation with my family? Should I not meditate on that anymore? Is it useless? Uh, That's not what you're saying, but maybe clarify that for those folks. Okay. So I bought a car last year. Okay. I really wanted a my, my own whole intention was something really reliable, affordable, good on gas. I think a lot of us felt that in COVID. Those of us who had gas guzzlers were like, oh my gosh, right? Even now it's very expensive. So I was like, I need to find something better on gas, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I've been, I process my emotions. I process my emotions. And then again, I'm, I'm in a state of feeling. When you're in a state of feeling, you are your vibration is running, you are open, you are aligned, you are intuitive. I'm out to dinner with my husband. We're just getting just a little place. Let's get something to eat. We're having a conversation. I said, you know, the car place down the road is open. If you want to go after dinner, you want to like wrap it up because it's going to close in like 20 minutes. Yeah, we'll go. Okay. We drive in, we walk in. I said, I know you're closing, so we're not going to keep you. Oh, no problem. Just don't worry about us closing. We're here. Just look. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, no problem. We love, they're very friendly. Take this one first then. I take it for the spin. I sit down. I said to him, this is during like last year. You know how expensive cars are right now, right? I said to him, the most important thing is my payment. He said, how's $333 $333 for you. First of all, it's the number 333, which is the trilogy, which of right. course, I, of course I go right to numerology yep. and I'm like, okay, that sounds brilliant. Bought the car. I had a car in less than an hour. Oh my gosh. That was easy. <laughs> Traded my car in, got it ex- more than what oh, I Oh, you wanted. mean the one that you were driving? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, if that isn't manifesting... Don't, I mean, that's how it looks. It's, it's not this planning and I got to do the, you know what I mean? I didn't do, Mm. I knew in my mind it's time, Mm -hmm. right? It's time. This doesn't feel right anymore. Go on feeling. Mm. It doesn't feel right to be driving this car. It doesn't feel right to be spending this much, much money on gas. It doesn't feel right. This car doesn't feel like it fits me anymore. Mm. It's not part of, right? That's feeling, not, oh my gosh, I can't believe, da, 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 this sucks, none of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. And it just seems to me lately now, of course, I I describe it as kind of a consciousness expansion as many of us, you know, are part of the one, we're connected to each other. So as, as our consciousness expands if people are going through the great awakening then everyone does as well to some degree is i just find that manifesting is happening in a whole different well not different way but a faster way if you will um and that it's, it doesn't require all those you know very uh, detailed exercises necessarily <laughs> that we learned after we watched the secret in 2006 right do this do your vision board then you do this meditation and then da, 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 right now literally it can be like, for me, it can be like, for example, I had to podcast record last Friday and it was raining really hard to the point of almost hail um, and thunder. And then the electricity went 
out. And then it went back on. And I literally was like, mm, okay, I'm doing a podcast, so you're going to have to stay on. <laughs> and literally, I didn't actually go into the, you know, I didn't do the meditation. I actually didn't even do weather magic that much. I teach that, but I, I just had the thought of what it was like to do it, like, without a problem, like, you know, it's smooth. And literally within, I think about three minutes, it just stopped raining or went down to a piddle. So I couldn't even hear it. And the electricity was fine the rest of the day. So that's what I mean by that speed, you know, it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem to take as much effort. No. The consciousness to is too high. Yeah. You're mm. absolutely right. Thank you for pointing that out. It is true. It's changing. And maybe, you know, back when Rhonda Burns put that out and you got bless her heart, she did bring us attention to something that we needed to pay attention to, but you're right. There, there isn't as much effort and that's what the laws teach us, right? It's sort of this effortlessness. So yeah, are you, it's a, is it okay to desire a car? Absolutely. It doesn't feel right to you anymore. Hmm. It doesn't feel right. Or if you're feeling a little, perhaps you're feeling constricted. Sometimes people want cars, you know, metaphorically, they just want some freedom. Mm, I see. So there, there might be some emotions there where you feel trapped or stuck or, you know, I mean, there's so many things, but again, if you're processing on a regular basis, it will take care of itself. And then you're going to be drawn. Something's going to come in. You don't need to spend so much time thinking about it for sure. Right. Yes. The old me would have the spreadsheet out or, or my paper, paper and pen version of it. Pros and cons, you know, different, different cars, different styles, you know, who's got the, which airbag and what rating did they get on consumer reports? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. This is what I used to do, right. To, to do all the stuff, all this left brain stuff. And now it's just really, really different. Cause I, first of all, I don't have time to do that. <laughs> and now it's more organic and, and natural. And I totally agree with what you're saying is about like that inner, the, the, that vibration as we process our emotions on a regular basis as a practice, like we do, most of us anyway, do shower at least several times a week, right? Wash our hair, brush our teeth every day, cleanse our face. Why won't we cleanse and process our emotions on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. It would be ideal. We just weren't taught that in school, so it's not a habit yet. And when we do that, our vibration increases, and then we naturally become these attractors of the right fit. Uh, but because of what we're emanating from our being as opposed to what we're thinking or, you know, um, what we were taught previously. Yeah. And, and the law of detachment. I mean, sometimes we're feeling like we're, it's time to get rid of the car we have because it's, again, with manifesting, a lot of times something needs to leave for something mm. new to come in. So it could yes. just be that law at work. So how do I align with that law? I align through emotional processing. I do emotional cleanses that go in line with the law of detachment. Because if I find myself ruminating or thinking or getting into that mode, I'm attached. Okay, mm. I'm going to do a cleanse along the lines of uh, uh, along the lines of the law of detachment. I'm going to do it until there's several options there until until this kind of dissipates in me. And, and then you'll observe and watch and see like you do what happens. It's mm -hmm. magical. It is. It does feel that way. Oh, that's great. Now uh, let's go ahead and share your website again, share with us uh, the different options if people want to work with you and then we'll, uh, then we'll go to kind of a closing tip. So go ahead. Oh, sure. 
So my website, sherryannaboyle.com, S-H-E-R-I-A-N-N-A, boyle.com. And there you're going to find all 10 books I've written. You're going to find the Core Emotional Detox book. You're going to find Energy in Action. You're drawn to the manifesting cleanses. You'll find the Cleanse Method Certification, which right now we're on wait list. So just get your name on the wait list. We're not, we're going to launch that in the fall. We're just getting that ready for you. So we don't want to launch something in August. Okay. Nobody wants to start something in August. So we'll launch that in the fall once everybody gets settled. And then there's uh, the membership. So I, every week, so Karen, I didn't mention this, but I, I teach what I call cleanse yoga. <laughs> so I, I do the cleanse in every yoga class. So we take Ooh. time to process what we feel. Yeah. Um, and in addition to, you know, getting some movement in there and doing some core strength and making your work a little bit. So I do all of this online, all on Zoom. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, any last uh, tips or um, golden nuggets you'd like to share with our audience before we close for today? Well, it's my motto. My motto is your emotions matter. Processing them matters more. And if you can just kind of hold that to your heart and, and a big part of emotional processing is heart becoming more heart centered rather than head centered. And that's really where we kind of hold a lot of our emotions, the reactivities in the head, but the emotions are the heart. And it's what connects us. It's what helps us to, uh, to heal and to unite. And so that's, that's my tip. Just remember your emotions. They absolutely do matter. Every single one of them, even the ones that are ugly. Okay. Even the, even the nasty. All right. They all matter. You matter. Processing them matters more and just kind of really take that in. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you, Sherrianna, so much for being on Light Warrior Radio yeah. today. It was fantastic. Lots of great value for our community. Also want to thank our community for tuning in today. Really love you, appreciate you, and we'll see you in our Light Medicine community online. Um, and if you are watching this on YouTube, just remember to subscribe. And if you like this, give it a thumbs up. And you can find Sherrianna at SherriannaBoyle.com. All right, until next time. Big love to everybody. Thank you, Sherrianna. Thank you.